to Tusker Talk, a podcast from Somers Schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, the district's communications coordinator. In this episode, we're talking about the Somers Education Foundation, and I'm here with Glenn Heinz, who's the president of the Somers Education Foundation. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Amanda. Nice to be here. I'm so glad you're here. We're excited to learn a little bit more about SEF. Also with us is Allison Pepe, who is a world language teacher at the middle school, as well as Matt Lugo and Rich DeVito, who are in the technology and engineering department at the middle school as well. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So, Glenn, I'd like you to start by giving us an overview of SEF. Tell us what it is and what you do. Well, first of all, thanks for being here, and thanks to everybody for joining me today, Um, and thanks to everybody who's listening. We are an organization that uh, is now in our 25th year. We were founded in 1994 uh, by um, Kay who was a 38-year teacher at the Intermediate School, as well as Noah Allen, who was a teacher's aide there for a long time, and a parent named Marilyn Foley. Uh, They saw a need, working with the district back then, to... Um, help supplement uh, the district um, with their uh, educational initiatives. Uh, budgets were being cut by the state, um, and um, a lot was wanting to be done here to um, help with the curriculum and help expand uh, programs for children here in the Silver School District. And uh, so that's how the foundation was born, by those three ladies, and a number of people joined them, and they became a partner with the school district uh, officials here at the time. And uh, that's how we came to be. So what do you do? We are a grant-making body and a scholarship-awarding body. Um, We um, ask for and receive uh, grant requests from administrators, teachers, students, the community at large. um, And we consider them and we award money. And we have awarded over 350 grants in our 25 years. And they've ranged from uh, the first smart boards that were put in the summer school district uh, classrooms uh, to our power libraries initiatives where the libraries were remade and reimagined. Uh, we've supported diversity programs. We've supported the, the No Place for Hate program in, in more recent times here in the district. We've supported uh, a lot of educational trips, uh, a lot of equipment throughout the classrooms that you'll hear about from our, our guests here today. Um, anything that will enhance the student experience. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that we can help, you know, with these wonderful teachers here in our district to, to help, you know, bring a lot of their creativity and their initiatives to life. Um, we want to help support that. Mm-hmm. And one of those grants recently went to the World Language Department, right, Mrs. Pepe? Yes. In the middle school. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. Um, I had done a little bit of research about, um, as far as students being in the classrooms, um, sitting for long periods of time, um, and having the need to move. Um, I think all the research that I found really showed that um, students learn best when they are moving. And so I put a little research into the kinesthetic classroom um, and came up with some um, ideas as far as what students could use in an academic classroom setting um, that would facilitate their bodies moving Um, and, you know, help them to learn at the same time. So um, I came up with some ideas about yoga balls. Um, We have some uh, bands that are placed on the bottoms of the desks that they can rest their feet on and kind of keep their feet moving. Um, I also have some standing desks um, that were purchased with the grant money um, so students can be um, standing or in uh, higher rolly chairs so they have an ability to move. Um, And I found that this really helps 
students' concentration, their focus, um, because they're moving at the same time, they're not getting fidgety, um, because they're able to move just more naturally. Um, How much was the grant for? Uh, over six thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. um, and what was the process like applying for it? It was really easy. Um, we tried to be know. user friendly. <laughs> yes, it was. It was very user friendly, very easy. Um, you know, obviously, I, I did my research. She did. Um, I uh, also submitted. Um, I had started really small, so I had actually had some things. Um, I had some yoga balls to start, but I really wanted to expand that idea. Um, so I got some feedback from students. So I was able to have students, um, you know, write how using the yoga balls in the classroom um, help them, help them focus, help them concentrate, um, and that kind of thing. So I did get some student feedback, but the application process was really easy. Um, there was a lot of work within the department to talk about um, expanding it, but really my classroom is really the pilot, mm -hmm. um, but uh, the other language teachers in the department also have um, these items as well. How many grants are submitted to the SEF each year, Glenn? We generally receive um, approximately a dozen grants each year, and we we award almost all of them wow. um, uh, each year. And they range from um, you know anywhere from five hundred dollars, you know, up to you know twenty, thirty thousand dollars or so, depending on what the initiative is. We we act in a very um, expedient manner. We have something uh, that we just introduced in the last year called Insta Grants. Uh, which are up to $2,000, where we act like immediately, like we can get them in like the day of a meeting that we have, and we will act on them like, you know, that evening as well with the with the help of our administrative liaison, who is Kevin Gadotti. Um, he will answer any questions for us with the, the teachers who are involved, and we will we will try to uh, yeah, expedite that right away. And have Larger you, grants have take you a little bit more any time. Of those yet, or have you just started the we, program? We have done. We have uh, granted uh, seven Instagrams so far in the past year. Um, all you know about one thousand to two thousand dollars, and they. You know, Can you give me an example of a couple um, of them? Yes, we granted one for uh, ukuleles uh, for the music department here in the middle school, just in the last few months. Uh, we uh, granted uh, digital equipment for the art department for uh, for Mr. Wanderling uh, to help with his students. Just a couple of examples um, where you know uh, teachers will see something you know that will help enhance their classroom. And it's just, you know, it's, it's $2,000 or less, and we can act on that right away. But we do entertain grants of any amount, grant requests. And we, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit longer for us to consider, and, and we'll, you know, have a chat with the, with the teacher and, and with any supporting administrators who are uh, involved in it. But we still act rather quickly on it because, you know, they obviously have done their research, as Allison has, you know, talked about in her example. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we, we see the seriousness of it and the need, and we will, we will act on that. I mean, you know, we, we raise money uh, through all of our events that we do, which I can talk about in a little bit, you know, that the community supports, um, you know, in order to give out money. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're a grant awarding organization. We don't want to have a lot of money sitting around. We want to give money back to the district so the students can benefit. And you've given $1.4 million. Cumulatively across 25 years, across 350 grants and scholarships each year. We also award uh, six um, $1,000 scholarships to graduating seniors across a, an array of scholarship categories. So, yeah, cumulatively it's $1.4 million. And one of the reasons we have Mr. DeVito and Mr. Lugo here is mm -hmm. because they were the recipients of the one millionth Dollar. Correct. <laughs> Five years ago, in 2014, we were proud to award the $1 million to a, a wonderful, creative you know, grant that I would love to have them talk about uh, right here in the middle school in June of 2014.
Yeah, why don't you guys talk about it a little bit? Yeah. Uh, thank you, Glenn. Um, we appreciate very much everything you and SEF does for, for us and the community and the schools. Um, yep, like you said, we almost five years ago, we got a grant for our engineering by design program, and it helped with us um, purchase some equipment. We got uh, how many? Three so printers. We got two three D printers, CNC router, a CNC router, um, some robotics kits mm -hmm. from Vex, and we uh, purchased a scroll saw. And uh, what that did was it took our program that was kind of we had some outdated stuff that we were using. And it uh, let us upgrade and give the students a chance to use some industry standard equipment um, so that they could experience the engineering design process the way that um, people out there in the real world are experiencing it. So it's made a really uh, um, huge difference for our program. Yeah, it's ju just about 4,000 students have used it. Over used the last five years? Over the last five years. So we've 3D printed thousands of parts and different pieces for projects that have helped with just uh, kids being able to like dream an idea up in their head and then actually do something about it and make something. In the past, they would think about it and say, oh, that would be cool, but I, I have no way of creating that. And now, with the help of the SEF, they can uh, make all these things, do some trial and error, and come up with some pretty amazing projects and innovations. What's the feedback you've gotten from the kids? With this equipment? Overwhelmingly positive. Um, to use industry standard um, equipment like that is just a fantastic experience for the kids. You know, they're using the same software that and real engineers are using, um, a lot of the same concepts, so that'll follow them right into high school and they can build on it from there. Yeah, it's, it's a great experience. And Allison, what, what have you heard from the kids about the equipment that you have in your classroom now? Uh, again, overwhelmingly positive. Um, you know, we have um, students with special needs in our classes who, again, we're, we're in a situation where a lot of what the kids are doing during the school day is sitting. And so having the opportunity to stand, to move, they don't feel like they're locked into their desk. So, um, you know, it's been a really, really positive experience, and I, I can't thank the SEF enough for affording us this opportunity. Have you seen a change in, in or an improvement, an overall improvement in their performance based on having this equipment in your classroom? I really think so. I think, um, you know, we do a lot of collaboration in our classroom. Um, the language classes are designed so that kids are speaking, they're interacting, we're trying to make it as authentic and real as possible. So, you know, sitting in a classroom in a desk is not, you know, an authentic speaking experience. So we try to get them up and moving as much as possible. So having the, the standing desks um, especially is a, is a huge part of what they're doing. And, and they just love the equipment, love using it. And I feel like it it kind of contributes to a more authentic experience. Mm -hmm. So, Glenn, none of this could be made possible without the SEF and the money that people donate to SEF. So how right. do you raise all this money? I mean, $1.4 million is nothing to sneeze at. Right, right. Um, we have a tremendous, you know, support base in the Summers Committee, and I want to thank everybody for that. Um, we do have a lot of you know people who you know donate to us on a regular basis. We have a lot of you know business support in the community, uh, people who uh, you know whose businesses sponsor our our events and our initiatives on a regular basis. But the bulk of our money is raised through a lot of signature events that we do throughout the year. 
um, that many people are familiar with, but maybe you, you may not be. Um, we try to do a variety of events throughout the year for families, uh, some that are geared uh, just for adults and some for, you know, for children. Um, everything ranging from a, a community chili cook-off, which we introduced a couple of years ago, uh, which I'm happy to say the summer school district team won uh, this past September uh, over a number of other community teams. Uh, we do a, a wine tasting every year. We've done that for like the last uh, 15, 16 years. Uh, we do a student variety show featuring students from, you know, Primrose, SIS, and SMS every year. That's been around for almost 20 years. Uh, we do a carnival every year. Um, we also uh, have a golf outing every year, and we do a, uh, an honoree party every year where we uh, induct people uh, from the district and from the community into our Hall of Fame. That's coming up on June 7th at Anglebrook uh, Club, which is also the home of our golf outing on June 13th as well. Um, and then we have a, a legendary event. It's our annual Harlem Wizards basketball game where the Wizards come in and they take on a team made up of uh, Somers faculty and staff. It's uh, happening this year on May 10th at Somers High School. This will be the 22nd time that we've done that. So we have these events. We also have a lot of give-back nights at uh, area restaurants. Um, and then we have businesses like Summer Smiles uh, just did a give-back to us where we just received uh, over $2,000 from them in the month of February. Uh, it was uh, National Children's Dental Health Month, and customers uh, went in and uh, uh, did schedule their cleanings, and we got a, a percentage of each of those cleanings. So, you know, all this money comes back in from the support of the community through our events, through these get-backs, through, through our businesses here in town, and we take those, those monies and we turn them into the grant dollars. We turn them into the scholarship dollars. What so, does the future of SEF look like? We want to continue to grow. I mean, we're on our way toward awarding our second million dollars, as we like to say. We want to you know, give out more grants, give out more scholarships. Um, again, um, grants are not limited to you know just uh, you know teachers applying for grants. Um, uh, students have applied for grants before. Uh, we've we've sponsored grants for students to learn you know CPR here in the district, as an example. Uh, we've also had a couple of you know, community members submit grants uh, for, for various initiatives and programs. We welcome those grants. We, uh, we always welcome um, folks to join us uh, uh, in our mission here, uh, either as uh, board members or as affiliates. Um, we meet once a month as a board, um, but if you, you know, are meeting out and don't have the time to come to join us at our meetings, we would love your help at our events as an affiliate. Or if you have a special talent, um, you know, and want to help us with our, our public relations efforts and our social media efforts, you can come and help us with that and you know, help us spread the word with what we're doing here if in somebody, the district. If somebody wants to contact you, yeah. mm-hmm. what's the best way to do that? The best way to do that is um, we have our website, which is www.scfny.org. And we also have an email address, which is info at scfny.org. Okay. Those are the two best ways to contact us. All right. Thank you for being here and sharing that with us. And thank you, teachers, all of you, for sharing with us how SEF has made such a difference in the kids' lives. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Amanda. Thanks for having us.